What's poppin' and welcome back to season 3, episode 113 of the holiday special, Triggering Moments with your girl, Hannah Guzman, Advice from Hannah, from the Advice from Hannah show. If you love us, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, share on stories, share with whoever you want, and most of all, download the episode so I know that you love me. But enough blabbing. I just want to thank you for rocking with me. Thank you for clicking play. If you're an OG, what's poppin'? I love you. If you're new here, welcome. I hope you stick around. But enough blabbing. Let's pop this bad boy. Let's go. Second week of the holiday special, today we're going to talk about triggers. I really think it's important for us to speak about this around the holidays because these big box holidays mark a lot of triggers for so many of us. It may be when we were kids, so many, you know, you only got to see this relative during this time or the last time you saw this relative was in the holidays and then they recently passed. It's just, I find that special special occasions mark so many triggers it's really it's really hard for so many of us myself included and i didn't really know what the word trigger was until a couple months ago so for those who have heard it loosely on the internet today on the advice from hannah show we're going to learn exactly what that word means so the textbook definition of a trigger is this term has been casually used to refer to the experience of having an emotional reaction to some type of disturbing content in media or any other social setting. However, there are differences between being triggered and being uncomfortable. Feeling triggered isn't just about something rubbing you the wrong way. Uh, For someone like myself with a history of trauma, being around anything that reminds you of a traumatic experience can make you feel like you're experiencing the trauma happening all over again. I hope that kind of tied it in together for you to know it's basically when you have a flashback of an uncomfortable moment and it makes you feel like that moment is happening right now so i find that during the holidays and during any specific major milestone whether it's your wedding whether it's a birthday any other holiday it may have triggering moments of past traumatic events because dynamically we're not used to being together all the time with other humans. These occasions mark the time to do so. So it's like taking baggage from the whole entire year and putting it in one room and expecting it to sort itself out, right? So, you know, it's it's important for us to comprehend together collectively as 
my pod family for us to understand kind of what triggers are and how to react when you're feeling them. Also, uh, most people with post-traumatic stress disorder, so PTSD, the term trigger can be used in a context of mental health. It also includes eating disorders, uh, anxiety, and other substance abuses. Uh, triggering Trigger moments can cause you to spiral into any of those. I'm not a professional. I'm just kind of letting you know what I've learned along the way. So hopefully, maybe you're able to identify what's happening to you or what that trigger moment, why that moment is triggering you and how you can kind of avoid it in the future. So there's types of triggers. There's internal triggers and external triggers. So we're going to talk about the internal ones first. So it's basically a memory can jog anything inside of you. I'm, I internalize my triggers a lot because I'm so happy and positive. A lot of people have a hard time distinguishing when I'm not in a good mood or when something's triggering me because they're so used to seeing me in a certain light. So I internalize a lot. And it takes a lot for me to really explain and really articulate properly to somebody when something is triggering me if I don't have that kind of confidence around them. I seem to blab a lot with you guys, but it's in general context. It's not really one-on-one basis with the person that may be triggering me. So you could feel anger. I know that so many of us around the holidays have at least one memory that makes us angry. So many of us got our rugs pulled up underneath from us with, you know, previous debates, we'll use the words, debates with our siblings around the holidays or, you know, you're feeling excluded, you're not feeling included, you're just feeling sad, lonely. Um, It can cause a lot of anxiety, It feeling overwhelmed. The loneliness with the triggers is huge because you feel like nobody else can understand and comprehend you, right? There's muscle tension, so you feel all tense and cramped. That's something I do. I feel a lot like it's just, I can feel it in my shoulders. I carry my weight on my shoulders and I stress on my shoulders. So I feel them tense. Um, You feel that memories can be tied to a traumatic event or pain and sadness to it. That's the internal feelings of uh, triggers. So many of us feel it. I'm trying to think of a trigger of mine that I feel comfortable sharing with you because it's it's important for, for you guys to understand, right? It roots from something in, in the past. It could have been in your childhood. Sometimes we block out memories. I'm queen of blocking things out. It's not the healthiest thing to do, I know, but I just pretend like it never happened. And, you know, 10 years later, you're going down some aisle at Walmart and you're crying. So, Shout out to Walmart. I swear that those hallways have seen more tears, I bet you, than <laughs> than any other place. I've seen other women cry in the supermarket, and I just look at them like, I don't know what you're going through, but I'm sure that this soap triggered you in some way, shape, or form. It's or glasses or anything along the, along the ways of that. I was actually, you know what, I'll share. I'll share a trigger moment that made me super sad. I was in the supermarket aisle and i saw a glass that had initials on it normally in the past i would have bought two 
And this time around, I didn't. Oh, my goodness. I must have cried my eyes out over that. It was a triggering moment because I'm remembering what I used to do around this time. And, you know, how we get excited about the personalized things and the things with initials, the robes, the socks, the slippers, the matching PJs. So it's a whole thing, right? So this is extremely triggering to me. But it's something that I have to learn to understand and comprehend. Now I know these things trigger me. What can I do to prevent that from happening or tips or or coping mechanisms that I can use, which we're going to get into later into this episode. The external triggers uh, come from the specific environment that you are. It can be a person, place, or a specific situation. Um, So many people, like they deal with stressful events in different ways. Um, But sometimes it, it causes anxiety or depression for you. I've been seeing it a lot with movies or shows triggering me in a sense because I've been, they're able to, that's the thing about actors, right? They're able to evoke an emotion in that given time, even though you know it's not real, but you've been there before. So you can kind of comprehend the steps and how that person got to that moment of hysteria or that moment that they're feeling like they're about to, you know, everything's about to shambles. So you understand because you've been there, right? So this is where, I was listening to somebody today that said, um, it was like a speech online and it said, use your pain as your purpose and teaching others what you've learned from it, right? So um, a person connecting with the experience can also be an external trigger. A specific time of day or a specific day, like I said, the holidays can be extremely triggersome for so many people. I know, for instance, my mom talks about the holidays when she was growing up in the 70s and 60s in rural Dominican and she's talking about the things that her dad used to do and he you know my grandfather passed away 20 years ago you know so she's right now talking about the holidays and experiences with her father 40 50 years ago when she was in her 20s when she was in her late teens so you know the the holidays are extremely triggering especially with songs too all these songs that come on it's just something, right? Um, changes in relationships, significant dates, um, going to specific location, even a scent can be triggering for you, especially if you're somebody that's dealt with, for instance, substance abuse from, you know, whether it's a spouse or a parent or a friend, and just the smell of alcohol or dr- or like a certain drug can be triggering to you and you want to run away from it. Maybe an argument of somebody telling you a specific thing and you're like, wow, this person told me the exact same thing six years ago. Is this me or is this you? In a sense, I find that it's super important that we that we understand what triggers can show up as and know that everybody has them. I know so many of my female friends that have trigger moments and myself included and we have to know how to identify them and see what the root causes. I've become an, like excellent at pinpointing what it is. But you have to find out what a trigger is. So the thing is, there isn't any scientific data of how triggers are formed. Um, you know, because our the brain is such a powerful, powerful organ in our body that it basically you're, you're aware that the brain named itself brain. So when somebody names themselves, like you already know, well, I named myself advice from Hannah, so we know we're gonna, I'm gonna be famous and fabulous. But aside from that, you know, we, we don't know. 
So any any given time, the brain can bring up a memory and you're there crying like like a baby, you know. I'll give you one of my triggers and it's a happy memory. You know those gummy bears? The gummies that are shaped like fruit and they're sugary. And then, you know, it's like orange, uh, grape flavor, cherry flavored. And it's like these gummies, uh, super circa, I'm talking late 80s, early 90s. And I used to see these gummies on the Christmas table when I was in the Dominican. I've yet to ever see them again. But whenever I see specific fruit or specific treat that only comes around Christmas time, it definitely serves for a a nostalgic triggering moment because you remember the time that you shared with somebody special during that time with that treat. And, you know, it just makes your, your heart sad. So it's important for us to, to kind of gear up and know, okay, well, this day it's coming. I know it's going to be super triggering. How can I ask for help? How can I let people around me know what, what to do? You know, how is it going to happen? It's like, well, granted, if you've never had a triggering moment, you won't know when it's going to happen. So in a sense, it's one of those things doomed if you do doomed if you're not. You have to see if it's going to happen to you. The advantages is that you know once you know what it is you'll you'll lead up to it you'll know okay december 25th it's very triggering i used to do this with my parent they're no longer here anymore i used to hang out with my sister and her and i aren't talking this year i used to have a spouse or a significant other and this year i don't so our christmas traditions aren't happening this year it could be i i lost a son i lost a child Christmas was different around the time, this time with them because we used to buy them gifts and they used to be the light of the room and now it's not happening or there's so many things that can, that can trigger you during the holidays and it can really make it a sour place for you. So I feel like we've, we've grasped right together what a trigger moment is. I know, you know, social media and whatnot, they use it like trigger and they'll use it like I find that they're misusing the word, but the triggering, triggering moment is, is real, yo. It's super real. And it's not until you're in it that you're able to realize it. So there's a couple things I do when I'm triggered. I call a friend. You remember who wants to be a millionaire and one of the options was phone a friend? It was there for a reason because sometimes you get to talk to a friend and they they banter with you back and forth. I'm I'm the person people call when they're triggered and sad, but I have a few people on my on my roster that I'm able to call uh, really good friends that can kind of get me out of my own head. But it's it's a rarity that I I do I don't do it often. I should do it more, but I don't want to burden anyone either, right? Everybody has their fair share of problems, but I do I do phone some friends or um, my brother Sergio. He's really good at it too. Shout out to you. I don't know if you listen to me. Do you listen to me? Hmm. I don't know. I'm going to ask you. Uh, deep breathing also works if you breathe in. Out through your mouth. You do that 10 times. You focus on a color and you focus on a scent. That's what I do. Breathe, color, scent. Breathe, color, scent. Breathe, color, scent. And I repeat that a few times and it usually brings me back to my center. Um... I think of the of lilacs, I think of lavender, I think of vanilla, you know, just scents that feel homey or the fresh air scent. It That's what I do. 
and I picture a color in my in my brain blue purple teal pink those kind of colors and I continue breathing I swear to you the breathing will help you in so many different aspects of life um that's kind of one of the tools I use to cope with it exercise I don't exercise y'all I'm working on it I must have gained like 45 pounds during the last two years um I can see it I can feel it in my knees and my back I feel it in the knees but it's it, it's a sign of the times. I'm working on it. I'm not racing anybody. This is on my own terms, my own time. But exercising does help you when you're triggered because the it creates happy endorphins for you to keep moving, right? So exercising is always key, especially when I feel like depressed or sad or anything like that. It, it helps. And with triggering moments, expressive writing, bro, writing is my jam. I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm an avid writer. I have so many little books all over the apartment. It's what I do. It's where my deepest, rawest emotions are there because the paper and pen don't judge you. They don't. Um, if you're not a fan of writing, maybe you should try to get into it. It's definitely helped me cope with so much in the past year. I love it. I love looking back. Sometimes I write a few entries and I see where I was then and I see where I am now. And you can kind of tell the growth that you're experiencing with with the writing so you know mindfulness meditation okay meditation i haven't been able to get into it i have friends that swear by it that they do they meditate every single day and it helps i just i don't know what it is i haven't been able to get into it if you have tell me how but i feel like i'm not in the place in my life to do it yet but i know it works because i know very, very intimate friends that I have in my circle that swear by meditation and swear that their success comes from meditating every morning because they're able to tap into some kind of higher source and get great ideas. And I've heard I've heard wonders about meditation, but I, I can't, bro. I don't know what it is. I try. I can listen to it, but I end up falling asleep. <laughs> I end up falling asleep, so I don't know. I don't know. So, and keeping a journal. It goes hand in hand with the expressive writing but just take a pen and paper and just write don't even think about it just write even if you're talking about that the rate of tomatoes have gone up i went to costco y'all and everything all the fruits were 9.99 all of them all of them box of like the thing of strawberries 9.99 the thing of blueberries 9.99 the like everything was 9.99 i was like well i had to pick i had to pick it was very triggering I had to pick which fruit was really important. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this is where my life is getting to. But, you know, it's, I don't know why I, I got into the tangent about the expensive fruit. But, you know, fruit's getting expensive. So if you see a little fruit somewhere, eat it and be grateful for it. Because they're like prime time value right now. This is kind of the episode on triggers. I shared a bit with you on what triggers me, especially around the holidays. Don't worry I feel the need to say this. I don't know who's listening to me right now and needs this message, but I just got this idea pop into my head. And don't worry about the gift giving. Don't worry about if you don't have money. Don't worry about if you're not able to do the holidays the way that you normally do. Worry about being present, spending time with your loved ones. Cards work. I give cards out. You know, people feel really happy when they see my cards. They they like 
seeing them. A handwritten card goes a long way. It's not always the material things. It's how you make people feel spending time with them. That phone call, that FaceTime, just, you know, even if you can't go to that person's house, just make sure that you express your love and your gratitude towards everybody that's been in your life this year and who has been a positive and maybe not so positive to a source of, of inspo for you because it takes all walks of life in and out of your life in order for you to realize that the true value and love lies within you. Remember that love yourself, respect yourself, love who you are, accept your mistakes, accept everything about yourself and life really gets easier. I'm a walking testament of that. I I feel most in love with myself today than I have in a very, very long time. I'm able to talk to you about triggers. I'm able to to tell you about these these subjects that maybe before I wouldn't be able to, but it's important that we assess what the situation is happening and see ways of coping. And I, I really, really strive that you at least find somebody to speak with about this, whether if it's a professional or if you can't afford that, somebody who's non-biased and just wants to listen to you and just wants to love you because I find that it's super, super, super important for us to be able to do that for ourselves and be able to really have that space to talk about what's been hurting us and what's been triggering us because you deserve that. You deserve to be healthy mentally before physically. I'm a firm believer in that. And I really hope that this holiday special, I was able to bring some sort of clarity on, on an issues of triggers. I love you guys. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for rocking with me and, and just listening to the second part of the holiday special. I really do hope that this year we can grow together even more so than we did last year. And we're able to discover and find out more interesting topics. As always, if nobody's told you, I fucking love you. Okay, I do. I do. If you feel unloved, know that Hannah Guzman, known as Advice from Hannah, loves you. This is your favorite podcast host coming at you from rainy Toronto, wishing you. Did I tell you to wish you the best week ever? I don't know, but I'm gonna tell you again. Have the best week ever. We'll talk next week. Bye.